0: This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's
1: brand new daily news podcast. It's Tuesday. Good afternoon. I'm Lana O'Connor with Red FM's News Podcast. Former Debenhams staff are calling for a €3 million euro training fund to be distributed to those who need it urgently. It comes amid growing frustration that the fund, which was agreed to in May, still hasn't been given to employees. 330 staff from two Cork stores blockaded their former workplaces for 406 days after Debenhams announced the closure of 11 outlets across Ireland. A €3 million euro education and training fund formed a key part of their redundancy agreement and is to be administered by a committee which includes representatives from Mandate and Sullis. However, former staff said they're yet to get access to that money, forcing many to give up their places for training courses next month as they couldn't afford them. Mandate, Trade Union and Sullis have been contacted for a statement. Speaking to BedFM News, former Debenham shop steward Valerie Conlon says a system to administer the fund is not yet in place. We've been contacting Mandate and we've been contact- contacting Solace now over a number of weeks. Actually, it's gone into months
0: wondering what the delay was. They're saying that... the uh, Solace was saying that they were waiting for the list from Mandate. Mandate was saying that it was just too long to be able to rush this. Then it was GDPR. But now apparently they're after contacting KPMG... And I think KPMG are setting up some kind of a system to send it out.
1: The worst street littering in 20 years is how Cork City Council have described the aftermath of the All-Ireland Senior Hurling final. Extra resources were needed on Monday by the city's street cleaning department to get the streets back to an acceptable level. The worst areas affected were Grand Parade, Oliver Plunkett Street and Washington Street. Teams worked from 6am yesterday morning with a large suction sweeper brought in to deal with the volume of litter to be removed. And some good news, Ireland is in for a late August Indian summer this week with daytime temperatures to hit a high of up to 25 degrees. A little cooler along the coast with temperatures across Cork expected to hit 22 to 24 degrees. The settled warm dry spell is set to last well into this weekend and maybe even next week with very little rain. Meteorologist Siobhan Ryan from Met Éireann says it's not an exaggeration to describe it as a mini heatwave. Quite, no, we're obviously, as we know now, this stage we're in for a very settled week ahead, warm, dry, in fact, very warm on some of the days in some locations. And overall, lots of sunshine, the winds are light too. Just one or two caveats maybe mist and fog might linger in a few parts, but generally speaking, really, it is a good news weather story. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra.
2: Starting in Tokyo, where the 16th Paralympic Summer Games gets underway today, Brittany Arenzi and Jordan Lee will carry the Irish tricolour at the opening ceremony, which is just getting underway. In golf, Leona Maguire has spoken at her pride at being named as a wildcard for the Solheim Cup. The Cavan native becomes the first ever Irish woman to make the European team. She is hoping her achievement can inspire others. That's something ever since I played those junior ones, I really, really wanted to be on this team, and it took a while, but but we got here, and hopefully, I'll be the first of many Irish players to, to be on Solomon Cup teams in the future. In football, nine Premier League clubs are in first round action in the Carabao Cup tonight. Two of those meet at Vicarage Road, where Watford entertain Crystal Palace. Aston Villa make the trip to League Two Side Barrow, while Brentford play host at Forest Green Road. Overs. Everton go to Huddersfield, Mick McCarthy's Cardiff City play host to Brighton, Leeds are at home to Crewe, Norwich entertain Bournemouth, while Wolves go to Nottingham Forest. Last night West Ham made it 2 Premier League wins from 2 after they defeated 10-man Leicester City 4-1 at the London Stadium. In Gaelic games Brian Lowen has been made aware he can stay on as Clare Hurling manager for 3 more years, Liam Cattle meanwhile is to decide on his future this week, with Tipperary looking to draw the Thurless Sarsfields man away from Waterford. Finally, sad news in the world of darts today with the passing of Kyle Anderson at the age of 33. The Australians' most memorable moment came in 2014, hitting a nine-darter at the World Championships in Alexandra Palace.
0: Get Red FM's News Extra at redextra.ie and check out our other podcasts. Never mind, you're done and dusted. Sun and dusted is the headline. Ray there is another one. And 25 degrees is an icon making the uh, uh, two, papers one, this morning in quite some detail. The roasting temperatures dominate many of the, the red tops, which is great. They also see a lovely photograph from the Echo this morning, giving it a wide berth, they say. That's the LE Ethna passing a cruise liner, the MS Serenade of the Seas, berthed in Cove at the weekend. That's astonishing. It can take... Uh, two and a half thousand passengers. I don't know whether there were passengers on board, whether they got off or not. I mean, you see the cruise liner adverts in the newspapers uh, on a, certainly on the weekends, page after page. But that's all for 2022. But there it is nonetheless. And Good to see it there. Meanwhile, some people who went overseas in their halls. Six Irish people make the papers this morning. They were rescued from Sweden's highest mountain overnight. They were stranded. An icy mountain. It could have been their icy mountain grave if they hadn't been rescued. Would you believe it? They were just wearing T-shirts and shorts. Uh, The group were uh, not professional climbers. They had no equipment on them. And stranded on the mountain range as temperatures got down into the minuses. It's a story that makes the red tops. Uh, and again, you wonder about the recklessness of people. Sometimes, I mean, you could say that they got lost and they didn't know where they were going, uh, but they had a lucky escape there. And um, also, talking about lucky escapes, I'm quite sure there was no big issue really, apart from the poor old bird that flew into the threw into the engine. But um, Ryanair flight from Cork to Stansta- to uh, sorry, from Cork to Spain had to be diverted. Uh, to uh, Stansted after takeoff, it struck a bird shortly after takeoff, and that's another story from the Red Tops. I suppose there was a bit of delay for those on board and their sunspot destination of Alicante when they were forced to chain courses, but everything sorted out in the end. It was another bird strike, and then you look at you know a lot of what we were talking about yesterday regarding uh, opening up um, you know arts, um, theatres, drama music and performers, live arts. It's making the times again this morning uh, where you have um, the uh, arts culture minister, uh, Martin, um, planning again to have another go at trying to get Cabinet to back her reopening of live events for vaccinated people. We dealt with this yesterday uh, for live events, and that's the front page of The Times today. It's quite interesting because Metro UK and the UK are reporting a gig in Newquay. It was a five-day event, apparently, a music festival uh, in Cornwall. 50,000 people went there from the 11th through the 15th of uh, August, and 4,700 of them have tested positive for COVID, so you see that kind of tightrope we're walking. If you like, large numbers of parents and young people have taken to social media saying they contracted the virus after the music festival. Um, and as they say, it's a it's a very sociable disease, isn't that what we hear? So that's one music festival where there was uh, quite an amount of people. Something like, I imagine there was something like ten percent, isn't it? Something like that. Anyway, papers uh, locally. Then the Echo um, talks is very very sad and poignant and well-written article by Anne Murphy making the echo today three years on. It's the grieving mother of 24-year-old Conor Quinn. She says herself and the family have woken up every morning for more than three years with the pain of their son's death, knowing that his killer is still out there. You'll recall this story, I'm sure. It's the story of Conor Quinn, 24-year-old. He died shortly after being stabbed by another man on Bridge Street in Mallow. This was July 2018, and the suspect in the stabbing and the death of uh, Connor has since fled the country. Now the guards did issue a European arrest warrant for him, but there's been no success in locating where this guy is. Connor got out of his car on Bridge Street half past eight on the night of the murder. Murder. There was a brief conversation, confrontation. Uh, he was stabbed at least once and the young man who stabbed him fled. So the family's pain makes the echo today. Papers also talk about yet more uh, student development on Leaside. More plans have been given the green light now, and this is out in the, you know, Kelleher's Auto Centre there, the Wilton Road, Victoria Cross and Bishopstown Town area. Uh, they're going to build 243 student bed spaces out there. So it's on the front page of this morning's uh, this morning's uh, echo, and they also talk in detail actually about the fact that Monday morning showed the worst street littering in Cork in 20 years.
1: Don't forget to like and subscribe to get Red FM's News Extra daily.